Hi, I'm Zibby Owens, and I'm the creator and host of Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. During the quarantine, I launched an Instagram live show called ZIGTV. This is one of my 150 plus interviews that I did during that time. Let's go. Hi, Abby. Hi, Zibby. <laughs> how are you? I'm very well. How are you? I'm good. I've got to say I love Instagram. I think I'm much more of a natural Instagrammer than I am a tweeter. But um, I just love pretty pictures and the bookstagram community is so great. So um, yeah, it's really fun to be live with you today. Oh, you too. You have so much that takes place in the hospital sort of vigil mm. type scene, which I feel is particularly timely right now with the hospital yeah. sort of at the forefront of everything. Uh, did you do research on that? Like I, it, I, I couldn't find any sort of hospital background in, your lim in my limited, you know, snooping into your bio. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, how did, you, how did you get out of that? Yeah, I'm fortunate in that I um, touch words, have never spent much time in a hospital. Um, and I've got to say that when it comes to research, I kind of tend to plot out where the plot's going and then go back to there to see how it will work. And one thing that was actually really tricky with the silent treatment is that obviously, um, as we're seeing now, hospital care is different in every country of the world. So here in the UK, um, we have the NHS, which is akin to religion um, for us, but obviously things operate totally differently to how they would in the States, um, to how they would in Germany, um, where the novel has actually just come out um, a few weeks ago. So I was trying to find a hospital atmosphere that was at once very authentic and that readers wouldn't feel was unrealistic, but that at the same token had some sort of universality. In the beginning, um, so Frank says, Maggie always said patience was my virtue, as if good qualities were something to be divvied out in a marriage along with weekly chores. Just so true. Yes. <laughs> Right? It's like, oh, yes. I'm the this one, you're the this one. Um, and this was I, one of my favorite lines in the book. So he's talking about Maggie and how she's this anxious sort of ball of energy and, you know, worrying about everything and all the time, which I can totally relate to myself. But he writes, or you write in his voice, I never wanted to change her. I just wanted to make sure that all her nervous energy didn't get her tied up in knots so tight that even I couldn't unpick them. That's awesome. Oh, thank you. It's definitely, it's something I relate to as well. So it's funny you said that. Um, yeah, lots of people have asked because um, I've written about a couple that's a lot older. So I wrote this novel when I was 25. and I was writing about a couple about 40 years older than myself. People saying, you know, where did you get your inspiration from? Or just um, assuming it was my parents, uh, which it isn't, I should say, <laughs> for the record, although I'm sure they'd love that. Um, but you do, you draw on little bits of your own personality for some characters, and then maybe there's a quirk that comes from a friend of yours or a habit, or you're thinking, how does this character speak? And suddenly it will come into your mind, I don't know, the voice of your local shopkeeper or, you know, the man you met in the garage, the way he kind of always hesitates before he says certain things. So yes, I definitely been picking up anecdotes to kind of try and make my characters as real as they can be really. And just briefly, you went to college, you worked for three years and mm. then you had this book. I mean, this is like an amazingly speedy trajectory. Um, one I am jealous of myself and I'm sure many other authors out there, but tell me, how did this happen? Like, have you always loved to write? Is this, you know, have you, tell me how this happened. Yeah, it's, you know, I would say um, I've always been a reader. I mean, all the earliest photos of me about this height. Um, I've got a big book um, and very little face. Um, <laughs> so I think, um, and then I went to uni and I studied English and then I worked in publishing. So 
in one way or another, everything was kind of leading me there. But I knew that um, it's so hard to write your first book, let alone to get it published. So I knew that I had to have like that idea, like an idea that would capture the imagination of an agent who could then hopefully capture the imagination of an editor who could get the whole team on board to get the book published. So um, I didn't want to rush into writing my first novel. I knew I had to wait for the idea. I'm so excited that everybody out there is going to now know about the silent treatment. Can y'all see the silent treatment? <laughs> um, Abby Kreese. So go out and buy this. Um, and Abby, thank you so much for chatting. Um, I no, have a million really more questions, but uh, you'll have to come on my podcast so I can finish I will do. the rest it of it. It was okay. so brilliant. Thanks for listening to one of my ZIGTV episodes, which I launched with Authors Live during the quarantine. For more author interviews, you can listen to my podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books.